1: Ma'am, you should be you should be ashamed of yourself. You should just be ashamed of yourself.
0: I watch a lot of Law and Order SVU. I watch a lot of like stories and shows that have like abduction series and things like that. Yeah. When I first heard about the plot for this show that we were all like tuned in on, I was already skeptical. The Carly
1: Russell episode. The Carly
0: Russell episode because
1: this is crazy.
0: From the uh, from the child that you saw walking on the side of the road, what child? To the van that pulled up and abducted what you. What man? To the torture that you've that you allegedly went through, that your parents described. It's just leaving everything your just,
1: wigs on the side of the road. That
0: story had more holes than Swiss cheese.
1: Black women came a long way with with people accepting wigs into society. Now Bro. you done just took it all the way back.
0: It just it makes you scratch your head, and then it's frustrating because. When Black women describe actual crimes and things that happening t- are happening to them, now you have people who are just like, "Did don't that don't, happen to you?" That. Right, right.
1: Like, you know, they already don't believe Black women when they go to the hospital and stuff, say something's wrong with them and all like mm-hmm. that. That you know, now you got the, like this is not helping.
0: I know times is hard, and I know that we're all trying to find, like, ways that we can make money and stuff. But you got to know when shit went too far too and cut far, that shit off.
1: Too far. Like,
0: once the cops got involved and, and you was on, like, like social media and things like that, that's when you should have been like, all right, all right, all right, all right, the gig's up. <laughs> so funny. The gig's up. Um, <laughs> just
1: kidding. When they revealed her search history talking about uh, how much, what, what was she looking up? What would it take to abduct somebody?
0: Yeah, how much is the Amber Alert? Like, come on. Look, they found like, her. It's they, just...
1: Black Twitter done found her tweet that said, Taken 2 was one of my favorite movies. It's gone viral now.
0: Somebody said that they was posting pictures of her without her wig, so she came back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they just going to show up on the doorstep like he just released you. <laughs>
0: it's just, it, it's so hard That's for people horrible. to already, like, That's voice. Horrible. Like, Ma'am, if something, if if she needs the the help and assistance, I hope that she, I pray that she really does get
1: that. I pray so too.
0: Because there are real missing children. People out here. People out there. Talking
1: about you seeing some boy on the side of the road, you pull over to help him and he was a decoy, so somebody put you in a van. What a story. Look,
0: that's on the Black people don't
1: do things like this. What is this generate? What is going on in 2023? Look. Oh, this makes me scared to have kids Like, we're gonna be dealing with stuff that we ain't never dealt with before Hopefully You ready? Yep Let's start the show I've been, I've been working all night Now I need to hear you call my name Where you at? On the way How far? On the way I've been, i on the way How far we take it all the way Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah I've been going all Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to cashing in your $1 billion mega million dollar powerball lottery ticket and share it over here.
0: You can listen to this podcast on your way to a concert this weekend.
1: It's not this weekend.
0: I'm I am going to a concert this weekend. <laughs> and next.
1: <laughs> but either way. Anyway. This is the On the Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. How are you?
0: I am. I'm gonna go see grandma this weekend. Oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, but I'm feeling really good, I'm blessed, happy to be. <laughs> <laughs> Look, happy to be here, alive in this space. Yes, I am gonna go see Rama because I'm excited and I wanna see him in, in person in concert i missed on a few shows and yeah i'm not gonna miss out on that um it's been a great week so far Um very eventful uh, things that are happening in my life um i found some time to focus on myself and really like to like you know have some groundwork into journal which is really really good and you know just happy and blessed to be here how are you cool
1: Oh, you know, Beyonce depression is real. I'm over here questioning all my life decisions, but not, never I'm heard of that. Never had that. That. You know, never who felt knows? that. But the question I want to <laughs> know right now: Have you ever used the bidet? No, I don't understand. I'm. T- t- I've been trying to contemplate bidets. Like they, they're on the come up. Like homes are getting them. You know, like like not like luxury homes, like regular homes. People are right. installing like installing the bidet on the side of the toilet and all that. I'm like I just don't understand. So. The way the bidet works, isn't it nasty? Like you, ha- your your ass um, is your your butt is is still like mud, buddy. It's still doodooey, okay. and butt. then you just go sit on top of a bidet that shoots water up into your butthole. Don't that mean that all the mud butt is getting on the floor and all like
0: that? No, I think it just goes in the toilet and it. It's like a little it's like a little butt bath.
1: How does it just go right back into the toilet? Mm-hmm. How's it not getting all over the floor? It's a butt bag. It's like a shower without no shower curtain. Like yeah. the water gets everywhere. I don't understand. I
0: don't either. It's a butt bag.
1: I think that that sounds unsanitary.
0: <laughs>
1: just just wipe your ass. Or get in and I after I done, I wipe my ass and then I get in the shower afterward. Well, I can't just I mean, keep going. I don't. I don't. I don't do number two some in public. I don't have time. They I have don't do, do number two. I will hold it all day. Oh my god. And then I won't do it in public, okay. and then come home and and you know. Oh
0: God, that sounds torturous.
1: Become a couple pounds lighter, and then get in the shower afterward. I can't just be walking around afterward with mud butt. That's nasty. How are you? Did but, we already? Yeah, do this? we did that already. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> um, that was on my heart. I okay. Don't, I don't understand, but days. <laughs> um, but other than that. TV's been great. Miranda and Che are still getting on my damn nerves. Uh, Secret Invasion's great. And yeah, you ready? Yep. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. The weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at OnTheWayWeekly, where we release it every week. This week, we've got IRL. By Mahalia, Alchemy by Disclosure. Here, Damn by Capella Gray, and Everybody Good by Black Milk.
0: For my first project this week, I had IRL by Mahalia. She's a British singer, songwriter, and actress from the UK. Mahalia has been releasing music since 2015, and this is her second studio album. We reviewed her fifth fifth EP, Letter to Your Ex. Back in May of 2022. And this is actually the follow up music that that she had since um, the release of that project. This album has features from Joyce Rice. Stormzy, Destin Conrad. Jojo and Koji Radical. So. I enjoyed this project. I enjoyed Mahalia's music. Um, I like her tone. I feel like it's good R&B. And if you're not up and hip to it, like you're missing out. Um, in My Head with Joyce was so good, like, the lyrics. Like, I've been in that scenario
1: before. You said you... Joyce Rice mm-hmm. is on this? Yeah, that's true. Um...
0: I've been there before where you just thinking about, like, the cringy moments and the memories that you have with somebody, like the good, the bad. Um, and I I love how they ping-pong back and forth. She has really good duets on this album. Um but I enjoyed it in my head so much. Cheat featuring Jojo was another favorite. I actually saw that song first on TikTok um, with Jojo and her performing it. And I was like, wait a minute. Mahalia's coming out with new music. And oh shit, it's with Jojo. Um, I love that. And their vocals also bounce back and forth on such a fun track. I love that. Um, isn't it strange and It's Not Me and You featuring Dustin were also great songs. Uh, but my favorite, favorite, favorite from this project is definitely In My Bag because I love a feel-good anthem. I love the fact that it was in the beginning after Ready. Like, In My Bag, I did run that back more than once. Um, and, yeah, I'm, just, I'm excited for her music. I love it. I always enjoy her music every single time. Just cause I'm in my bag, in my bag, in my bag You should not go bad, don't go bad, don't go
1: This year, this week, they talked about how we're talking about royalties and all like that. Yes, yes, about yes. About how she hasn't gotten what she's deserved since she's been signed since like 2012 or something. Yes, like that. she and was a teen. Yeah, so I hope that she gets what what's hers now. I hope yes, she's she definitely deserving. Yeah. This week for my first project, I had Alchemy by Disclosure, who's from England. And this is their ninth studio album. The producers on this project were the band themselves, Donnie Bravo, Howard Lawrence, Guy Lawrence, and Mark, 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 Mark Margolis. Uh, it's only comprised of two of them, but they have, uh, a couple, they have two people that they work with as well to help comprise their production team. There are zero features on here. This album was pure joy. And energy from the beginning. I ain't been to a rave since like 2012. It made me want to go to a rave. It made me want to go like to a dubstep set, like, mm. or like dubstep plus kind of set. Um, we all remember them from 2013 from their album Settle with their classic song with Sam Smith, Sam Smith Latch. Mm-hmm. Now I got you in my ear. I'm on a um, But it was. Uh, I saw that they were released this week, and I was like, hmm, Disclosure. I haven't heard from them in a while, or I haven't listened to an album of theirs in a while. And it was felt like I picked up—they've released several albums since, but it felt like we picked right back up from where we left off. Their sound is, like I said, it's just pure joy and fun. Um, from the beginning I'll get back to my favorite track but the first track brought you in all the way from like one through five was just a straight up party and then from there it was just vibes the whole time Simply Won't Do was great higher than ever before a little bit I love that one because it starts off as like you think it's gonna I love those kind of tracks that start off as one thing you think it's gonna go in one direction kind of like slow and dreary and then the beat kicks in like in like the first 10 seconds like oh it's time it's time to continue the party Mm -hmm. Um, i think my favorite song on here for sure was number one looking for love not that it it was it it capped itself off at the beginning it was a party the whole time but that one oh it's just a mix of that like you know black people came black people started house so you know if you're good at it, you don't have to work that hard to try to find the soul in the chords and, we- and come up with the lyrics Whatever vocoder or whatever they were using to give that sound it was soul filled I love the whole project.
0: Project this week, I had the EP "Here, Damn" by Capella Gray. He's a singer, songwriter, and producer from the Bronx, New York. In 2020, he released his debut mixtape, the Quarantine, the Quarantine Vibe One, and a year later, he b- released his song "Gallus," which sampled Juvenile's "Back That Ass Up." That song is actually my introduction to him as an artist because I could not escape that song all 2021. It was literally everywhere. Later on that year, he released a few other singles and now we're anticipating his debut studio album expected to be releases, released later on this year. This EP was short and sweet. It was literally only 11 minutes, which made me feel like like it was samples of each song, but it was complete songs. But they were just like a verse, a hook, maybe repeated twice, and then that was it. Um, Each song was like only a few minutes long. But... It was good. I guess it's one of those teasers that like m- have you wanting more, um, which are which which is exactly my idea of EPs. Like I think it's like teaser albums. Mm-hmm. So this is pretty much on brand. Um, I did enjoy the EP though. Roll up again was a cute song. Um, pretty much about like rolling up and rolling over into bed with the shorty and rolling up again. Um, I enjoyed that as well as handsome. Um, waiting, waiting. Has like such a waiting on has like a, such a smooth melody behind it. Um, I really really enjoyed that. But my favorite had to be Dumb Far because it was talking about how he was definitely feeling a woman but she lives like another borough Dump. and I'm gonna still go see her and stuff but damn I gotta get on like three trains to oh, go see funny. you
1: like you live really in related. Brownsville,
0: Brooklyn <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the Bronx yo like. if you're in a borough in
1: New York you really like you can live yes. your whole life and never leave that and never borough. leave that borough and then like so you film the shorty sure
0: and she's like she lives in like Queens or something and like oh, yeah, like yeah, she yeah, lived on yeah. fire. oh bar. she oh, look mad, mad deep up in looking old deep might be perfect for me but you live dumb, far, still gonna make that trip. Ain't even like girl. I must be really feeling
1: you. But you live so fucking she came all the way from Red Style to the four
0: to the five. She only bought one swipe, but she assumed I was driving her home. But yeah, um, it was cute, funny P, and I really did enjoy
1: it. This week for my second project, I had everybody good by Black Milk, who's from Detroit, Michigan. This is actually his 14th studio album. Some of the features on here were Quell Chris, Brandon Meister, Kareem Riggins, Mick Jenkins. The producers on here were Black Milk himself, uh, mainly, and also Kareem Riggins on his song and Raphael Sadiq on his. Um, I thought that this project was, you know, like when you're looking for something to listen to, and sometimes you can tell right away, like, mm, this isn't for me, this isn't for me. But right away I heard, I was like, oh, oh, I'm giving this, this a me. spin this mm-hmm. week. It was like, R, it was the perfect mix of R&B, rap, but also funk and soul. And I love that he was the producer of the whole project. which means that he curated this sound. Um, some of my favorite songs on this project were the whole thing, like pretty much the whole, it was only, a, it was about 22 it was about 43 minutes long. There were 11 tracks, and I appreciate that. All these, another thing is, some of the albums I was trying to see, look into this week, they were like 17 tracks long, 20 something tracks long. If you can't, Kanye set the precedent, I think, with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. If you can't do it in 10 tracks, like, and maybe 12, like, you're doing too much. Mm. This was 11 tracks, and I partied all the way through it was perfect i loved god willing On oh, nay i love a hey, day and night Tomorrow and today ain't gonna be a lie yeah i swear to god yo i swear it be a yeah today and tomorrow they won't look alike. good life no they hold you down. i took a flight yeah today and tomorrow they won't look alike. good life no today and tomorrow ain't gonna look alike. good life yeah today and tomorrow ain't gonna go hard yeah, oh think i love a hey, day and night Tomorrow and today ain't gonna be a life Yeah, I swear to God, yo, I swear be Yeah, today and tomorrow they won't look alike No, they hold you down, huh, not be alike. Yeah, today and tomorrow they won't look alike No, today and tomorrow ain't gon' look alike Yeah, today and tomorrow ain't gon' look alike Message was present here today Guess who will stay when every day you keep in score But not here to play back to the draw, back to the wall From a long storm For how much? Wait till fate downs got up is it just me let me know just oh let me know was so soulful so i'm definitely looking for more for um from black milk
0: nice this week for our honorable mentions we had the albums fortune favors the bold by dave east grandson by king vaughn and maybe it's me by ddg and the single care Tell me all the
1: things you couldn't.
0: this week Khalil
1: this week another chapter in the Tupac murder has been opened. they just keep turning these chapters and will not close this book (laughs) I just don't understand how you can find like you know you can find a baby daddy who's hiding from 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 child support you can find you know Osama bin Laden turned over in that cave you can find Saddam Hussein underneath the uh, Underneath the, the the cupboard, but you cannot find the killers of Tupac and Biggie. It's like they but they did a whole show. I remember on TNT like a couple. They've of years done ago. several shows and documentaries. And I was like, and I was I just had to remind myself why I couldn't be shocked that it ended so horribly. I was invested for weeks, and it's because in real life they still haven't found a killer. So this week, um, the police did a search of a Nevada home in connection with the Tupac unsolved murder. And they searched the home Monday, reportedly, that belongs to the wife of a man who alleges he was in the car with Tupac's alleged killer when he was shot. Now, if you ever confirm it, they confirmed the address of the residence. And then TMZ added that it's owned by a woman named Paula Clemens, who is allegedly married to Dwayne Keefe D. Davis. Now, i ain't going to say too much about Keefe D. because I don't want no problem. But if you ever seen the show, <laughs> you got O'Keefe D. That's the name you got to watch out for when it comes to Tupac's murder. Um, and so the outlet reported that they, the outlet reports that Davis has long been alleged to be the uncle of the late Orlando Anderson. Y'all go look it up. Y'all go look up Orlando Anderson and Keefe D. They don't come over. All right. I'm just listen. Uh. But those were the two who were involved in a physical altercation with Tupac hours before the shooting. So those are always two names that circulate when it comes up to this. And they can never seem to nail it down like what happened. Somebody knows what happened. It's either on the, and you know, the the rumors are that, you know, it was gang related, but that the cops are, that the gang was also tied in with the cops and the cops are working Mm hand-in-hand with the gang not to release the name that the police department is corrupt uh, in that aspect, and that's why it's never come out. Like, somebody knows something, but just when it bubbles up to the surface, it always bubbles right back down. Give
0: it a fucking rest.
1: I mean, like, yeah, but, like, if I was his family, I'd want to know. Like, this must be torture for the family, you know?
0: I feel like low-key, they already know, and... This is all for a public record now. That's just
1: my theory. Stop with black conspiracy theories. <laughs>
0: Never. <laughs> Another news this week. So, okay, because this story has two parts. Travis Scott. Mm. I feel like I've been speaking about him a lot. Mm. So he announced that he's going to be live streaming a performance directly in front of the ancient pyramids of Giza in Egypt.
1: Mm. Okay. when I heard that I was like wow okay okay in front of the pyramids wow. all right but it's supposed to take place
0: it. it's supposed to take place on July 28th mm-hmm. um, and it will reveal the world of utopia which is his studio album okay now the Egyptian Syndicate of oh. Musical Professions which is a local group responsible for approving concert licenses have expressed their intention to revoke a permit for this concert now, it's really unclear if they're allowed to do this. Live Nation has released a statement that said that they're not allowed to revoke the the permit, but I don't know. Um, they pretty much were going to revoke it because they said that he um, practices satanic rituals oh. and they don't want that associated with um,
1: <laughs> Satan with it.
0: Egypt. And also after the whole astral world disaster um, they also don't want that associated. So uh, according to Live Nation, nothing has been banned or revoked. They're still going to have it live streamed. We're just going to have to see. Um, July 28th is coming up. That's next week. And
1: we're going to see.
0: We're going to see. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's some Travis Scott shit to really want to perform in front of like, the pyramids. Um, but at the same time,
1: I mean, I, just the thought of that, that really is amazing. That's like, what a, that's what a, some
0: major shit, but it also sounds like this is some Travis Scott right. shit. Like, Travis Scott does big things just right. like this.
1: Marketing wise, that's that's genius. That's great. Right. I just I've never seen the pyramids used that way before. Right.
0: Right. Um, but they're also worried about the and satanic rituals. built
1: the pyramids. The,
0: okay. And they're also worried about the satanic rituals, which that's up for debate if he does do that or not. Um but it's, it, it's a bit of a controversy so we shall
1: see you gotta be careful using all them auto-tune voices and playing them back it's, and rewind yeah, you know people it's a they, lot. They, they put it's stuff on you it's a I lot i use a talk box it's, it's very a, different <laughs> it's a lot than, uh
0: it's a lot we'll
1: see on the way listeners what are your thoughts on tupac's unsolved murder mystery
0: Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know. We're gonna go and we'll be right back. here just to take
1: We're back. And it's time to get into
0: the blackness. Just me the
1: world. Who you to hate The blackness. Gave, gave on.
0: Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. What happened this week, Khalil?
1: Well, I think we reported a couple of weeks ago or we know that the Supreme Court has turned over the precedent the precedent of affirmative action in the United States of America mm-hmm. which helped uh which made it I won't say easier but helped level the playing field for black people and people of color to be accepted into um, historically white institutions. However, everybody should know that the majority of people who benefited from affirmative action were white women. Uh. Since they always want to say they putting us in places we don't deserve to be because of affirmative action, say it to the white women. Right. However, you know, I was thinking. So the HBCUs are expressing some concern in terms of having an influx of. Um, of students applying for the for the next term, and at first I was thinking that it was going to be about like, oh, so this means that white people are going to start flur- uh, uh, uh trying to flood into HBCUs, but that's not necessarily what's happening. What's happening more so is that because black people won't necessarily have that leg up right. or that that uh, that opportunity to have that level playing field when getting into white schools, that they're automatically, that they're gonna go to places that they'll go uh, straight to black schools Mm -hmm. and that is kind of worrying actually the HBCUs because they're worrying about how much um, how that's going to affect their admittance rate and how many people they're able to you know let into the school exactly HBCUs in some cases are anticipating becoming more selective so that they can brace for an influx of applicants Um, You know that you can no longer consider race. You no longer have the race box on the college admission form in terms of accepting people. So people have to get creative. Um, They're going to be looking for students who are seeking environments where they instead of necessarily checking the box. The thing that they're probably geared toward now or turned toward is um, looking for students who are seeking environments that they perceive to be more welcoming, Mm -hmm. which is a different way to look at it. Um, If applicants continue to flood in, the president of Howard University, Wayne Frederick, said, I'm not necessarily sure that that's a good thing because we have limited funding and our capacity to support those numbers and expand enrollment is limited. You know, that's a whole other thing to think about. That's a huge thing that goes with HBCUs. Like they have to they have specific funding because the funding that they get is so low they have to get government funding. Um, A surge of applicants at Florida A&M University in Tallahassee could result in the school turning students away and becoming more selective. Um, An official at Morgan State University said in in Baltimore they've discussed using essay prompts, application questions, or recommendation letters to encourage students to talk about their race. Um, This is from theroot.com. I just think that... I don't think I think that these Republicans in this country are crazy and don't actually have an agenda. I think that they're just obstructionists, and when they do things like this and overturn precedents like this, they don't see how it's going to affect everything. No, of course not, um, Clarence Thomas. You should be ashamed of yourself. I mm-hmm. listened to the Daily last week, and I actually heard about your story and exactly how much uh, affirmative action played a role. In getting you to where you should be, and I understand. Like I, and the thing is, he's crazy because he used to be like a black. When he first started, he he grew up very very poor, mm-hmm. and he was raised by his grandparents, and he was you know grew up in like the deep south where they would be extremely racist toward him, and it, he, it drove him toward wanting to be like a black radical. At one point, he was a liberal black radical, right? But then he said it started to make him feel like. Uh, He was so radical that it wasn't making a difference. And it was wondering if it was actually getting in his way. And then when he went to Harvard, he felt like because he was on uh, uh, affirmative action, that he was treated a certain way by the white students um, for uh, as, as people who felt like he didn't deserve to be there. And so he felt like that was always hanging over his head in terms of the cases that he got, the civil rights cases and all like that, and how he was perceived. That sounds personal. Like you're worried about how people are perceiving you because of the opportunity that that was given to you. And so, therefore, you've taken the ladder up um, from anybody who else is trying to get up. The point is yes, okay, you can say what you want. But we know that you're educated and deserve to be where you are. It's all about perception. You're worried about people's perception of you rather than the work that you actually get to do, the places that you get to be in, the spaces that you get to be in. And you're cutting other black people off from being there because of your personal belief of how people perceive you. Give somebody else the chance, man. The fact is that this country was, is based on slavery and racism. And we have a—it's not—it it's, sucks, but the fact is that we were not given the same opportunities and therefore we're a little bit, but, you know, we're behind in 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 finances, in, in generational wealth. We worked for free. It was taken away from us. And that is just the facts, man. We deserve to have the same opportunities as anybody else. And whatever law has to be written into place to make sure that we do that put it there but you taking this and making it extremely personal and and, and ripping the ladder away from everybody else's is, is ridiculous it's, it's crazy and but at the same time this is kind of joe biden's like his karma like he was the person who was in charge of putting uh he led the judiciary hearings During the whole Anita Hill thing Mm -hmm. And he dissed Anita Like he was kind of disrespectful toward Anita Hill um, When she was saying all these things about Clarence Thomas And he was kind of advocating for Clarence Thomas To be on the Supreme Court And here you are president And you have a Supreme Court that is not in your favor So as much as I hate it It's kind of like oh I see what you did did, there God Or whoever Uh, I mean I don't know if this was God's exact doing But I see how this happened So you know Here we are America the Ghetto.
0: This week for our Queen Spotlight, I want to shine a beautiful light on Grace Wales Bonner. Um, On July 17th, it was announced that the British Jamaican designer will curate the MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art's 16th Annual Artist Choice Exhibition since 1989. Um, She will (coughs) choose select art, and it's going to be displayed across the museum's street-level galleries in New York and will embody a theme she calls Spirit Movers. Um, these pieces aim to evoke multiple histories, inspire contemplation, and highlight connections between people and places. Um, and it's going to have about over 50 pieces of artwork there. Um, accompanying the selected work, artwork will be written pieces by black authors including Langston Hughes Greg Tate Nikki Giovanni and much more Um, so yeah it's a big celebration of blackness and shout out to you and congratulations Miss Grace On The Way listeners how else can HBCUs be selected to new applicants
1: tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know we're gonna go and we'll be right back.
0: I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you, you. You don't need nobody else. Is you trying to simulate us? Sending pictures from my phone and flooding up your day.
1: To wrap it's time to get out of here but not before we leave you with some encouragement once again you can find our quotes on our Twitter at on the way weekly every Monday for some motivation this week our quote says you can't base
0: your life on other people's expectation so I got that from Stevie Wonder and I really like this quote as simple as it is I definitely can agree um, I feel like even as growing up there were so many expectations set for me as a child. Um, and I don't think the adults in my life understood that some of those expectations were their dreams that they wanted to live out vicariously through me mm. and not what, what I want. Mm. Um, and when I came into my adulthood and realized that, I was like, oh, okay, I can detach from feeling some kind of anxiety or some guilt when I don't live up to a certain expectation of other people. Um, because when it comes down to it, this is my life.
1: That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this artist's life is real. And, you know, you can't necessarily listen to everybody. Like, you can't. Even the people that. You have to be careful taking in everybody's advice. Like, you right. really do have to block your guard, your dreams and guard your heart even from people who love you, because sometimes um, people love you and they just want the best for you. But unless they're walking like in the journey of it, it's not a linear path. There are other professions that are linear. Like if you do this, you'll get here and you'll do this and you'll, you'll get this. You can see by the strike that like, this is not a linear path. And sometimes people define your success by the end result. And The journey that it takes to get to that end result is not a straight line. Exactly. But once the end result comes, then everybody wants to be there and be like, I always knew you could do Mm -hmm. it. Or, or, you know, then they'll give you your, your, your accolades or your acknowledgement. Right. So you can't be doing it for that. You just have to know why you're in it and know that it takes time. And it takes consistency and it takes focus and it takes hard work. And even if everybody can't see the hard work that you're doing, as long as you know and you can track your success and also know when you need to pivot to know when something isn't working, um, that's important. But you've got to know what you know. By yourself, sometimes just you and the Lord, that's it. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram at, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. You can find me on the Facebook at facebook.com slash KXD music, and you can find all my music, including my latest, newest, firest EP, KD3, on the Apple, the Tidal, the Spotify, and now the SoundCloud, and everything else on my website at khalildaniel.com.
0: If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. My fitness advice to everyone this week is please make sure that you are staying active, one, prioritizing your rest, two, getting a lot of hydration through fruits as well as vegetables and water, and trying to get as much sunshine as possible. I'm telling you, winter is literally around the corner.
1: I mean, I'm not excited for the winter, but this summer has kind of been shit. Oh like God. it's been rainy. It's been the it's been the most rainy yeah, summer. Yeah, it's
0: been definitely Miami weather over here.
1: Ever. Like and then it'll just be extremely hot mm-hmm. and then just rainy. Like there's no in between. Canada keeps sending us all they smoke and right. you know. Right. I can't even go outside and ride my bike like that. It's dangerous to go breathe the air. Right, it is. But you can stay inside listening to 3 And for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash on the way pod. And on our websites at mocha podcasts network.com slash on the way and instinctent.com slash on the way.
0: And if you love what you hear, please make sure to make sure to like, subscribe, and share an episode with a friend. Or anyone that you know. We're streaming on all podcast streaming platforms such as Apple, Spotify, Deezer, Google, iHeartRadio, everywhere.
1: And thanks to the Mocha Podcasts Network. Like when we say all, I literally mean all. I was looking us up, like just trying to look up some analytics and whatnot for us this week. I was, I just typed in our pockets. We're just popping up on platforms I ain't never heard of before. Right. Luminary. I ain't never heard of you, but thank you. Right. I think it was like Hung Mava or something. I ain't never heard, but thank you.
0: <laughs> we out there.
1: We out. We international with it, <laughs> baby. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's it, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah, okay. We stress, we grind. Yeah. One time, three times, you time, meet time,
0: time, we time,
1: we roll. Three time, rewind. Late night, be mine. Yeah, and you know that's for sure. I
0: cleared the schedule so you.